1: Hi, I'm PJ Hirosko, and I'm here with bestselling author Giles Milton. Hi, Giles. Hi there, PJ. And this is Unknown History, a podcast full of quirky tales from the past, which will help you pretend you paid attention in history class. Tell us a little bit about Dorothy Lawrence, this modern day Mulan.
2: Yeah, Dorothy Lawrence was a 18-year-old girl who decided that she wanted to witness the First World War. She wanted to be at the battlefront. Um, well, this was not exactly a normal thing to do in that day and age. She took herself off to Paris. She befriended some uh, local soldiers in a bar and managed through them to get kitted out in military uniform. She cropped her hair to try and make herself look more boyish. Um, she wrapped various bandages around her body to hide her feminine curves. Um, and then she teamed up with a, a sapper, a tunneler named Tom Dunn, who helped her to get to the front line. And uh, this is where the story really takes an extraordinary twist. Um, she became a tunneler, a sapper, and her job was to help tunnel under the German lines, deep under the earth, and, and then plant explosives under the German trenches and then blow them up and blow them sky high. Um, and she spent 10 days um, underground doing this um, before succumbing to Fleas and lice, and you know it was a terrible, terrible business living underground like that. And she fell ill uh, and had to um, excuse herself from duty. Um, at which point she was discovered. Um, she handed herself over to kind of the military police, and she was found uh, and admitted to being a woman in disguise, in the disguise of a man. Um, an extraordinary story, and and as far as we know, PJ, she's the only uh, woman to have seen frontline action in the First World War.
1: Why do you think it is that Dorothy got off with just a slap on the wrist? Do you think the military brass was just embarrassed that she pulled the wool over their eyes?
2: I think that's exactly the reason. You see, it was an embarrassment. She'd managed to slip through all the security checks and everything... And, and not only get to the front line, but, but be actually fighting, doing, you know, physical uh, planting explosives under the German lines. They wanted to hush it up. They wanted to have nothing more to do with her. You know, she could have been court-martialed. In fact, they just wanted to wash their hands of the whole thing.
1: Well, about half a century before women were really allowed to take combat positions in the war, there's a woman posing as a man, proving her medal as just as good as anyone else. What were the roles of women during the First World War in general? Were there non-combat positions in the army available to them, or were they just contributing to the war efforts in a civilian capacity?
2: Well, there's a bit of both, actually. I mean, women, a lot of women were working in munitions factories, you know, building the weapons that the men were then using on the front line. There were also a, a handful, a very small handful, of female war reporters. And, of course, by the end of the war, there were some female doctors who were working pretty near the front line. So women were involved in quite an active way, but none of them were involved in as active a way as Dorothy Lawrence.
1: Is there any account of what Dorothy did after the war for the rest of her life? I understand that she wrote a book uh, about her experience. What was that called?
2: Yeah, this was um, this was a pretty amazing book actually called Sapper Dorothy Lawrence, and she wrote the whole story of um, how she'd uh, disguised herself as a man, how she changed her name to Private Dennis Smith, how she'd forged papers to have paperwork in the name of a man, and told the whole story. and And obviously, she was concerned that no one would believe this because you know when you read this stuff. You just It reads like fiction. So she actually got um, Tom Dunn, the sapper, the tunneler, who'd, who'd helped her to the front line. She got him to write a note at the beginning of the book saying that he'd witnessed all this and that every word of it was true.
1: Thanks, Giles. For more quirky history tales like this one, check out Giles' newest book, When Hitler Took Cocaine and Lenin Lost His Brain, available now at all book retailers. You can listen to more unknown history on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or quickanddirtytips.com.